Alright folks, welcome to Blackout at Sunrise. Today's guest is Miss Scarlett Minx, one of Cork's up-and-coming burlesque entertainers. Michelle, welcome. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you, thank you. Um, okay, for I have no idea about the burlesque world, and I imagine there's probably a, f- a lot of people akin to me. <laughs> Definitely. So, so for people who may not be overly aware of what burlesque is, and I know it's kind of silly to ask that because information is like so readily available it's just a click away you know mm. could you explain what it is and what maybe a show might involve sure and where it came from perhaps yeah um well it's really it's old it's old as hell and it's it's a lot of things i think a lot of people when they think about it or people who don't know that much about it maybe they think that it's just like stripping yeah, yeah. you know it's the same thing or whatever um it's so much more than that like you know a burlesque show could have anything from like comedy to you know singing oh, dancing really? stripping yeah you know oh, so okay. yeah so a lot a lot of the acts actually do have comedic elements to them not so much mine but okay a lot of them do and it's something that people don't really get until they've actually been to a show um yeah i wouldn't associate comedy with it yeah all. exactly that's but actually act. a lot of the acts are they're kind of silly or and it, that's a really cool thing about it as well because if you mess up or you know it's not like normal dance where Everything is choreographed and perfect. And if you mess up, everyone knows about it. Whereas with burlesque, if you fall over, all of a sudden yeah. your character is drunk and that's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> that, and then it's just funny, you know, so that's cool. It's cool yeah. yeah. Um, so when did you actually get into it? Like I know you told me before when we yeah. met before that it was kind of almost accidental in a sense how you fell Completely, into it. Completely. Yeah. Now, like I, I wouldn't say, I mean, I've always kind of been interested in that whole style and that look and stuff. But um, what happened was I was just working in this tiny little bar. Um, it's 32 Marlborough Street in town. And just the lovely, busy little buzz and bar that it was at the time. We had a couple of burlesque gigs in there. Um, and the first one that we had was really big. There was a good few performers came down from Dublin for it. And they were all really cool. The acts were just amazing. It was the first burlesque show that I had ever been to. But obviously I was working. So I was just running around collecting glasses and stuff. Um, but I was just so intrigued and just totally enraptured by the whole thing. Um, and these performers and how just amazing they were. Yeah. <laughs> and it was awesome. But um, I kind of got dressed up for the show, just put on a corset or whatever. And I was just going around doing my thing. But, oh, so um, you just like everyone working that night kind of got dressed up yeah i think i was the only girl working so i would like the <laughs> guys no were guys kind of courses. wearing waistcoats or whatever <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah like it wasn't a huge thing i just kind of thought it would be fun because i liked the whole look of the thing anyway i kind of went to that extra effort and dressed up and stuff but um at the end of the night the hostess was calling all the acts up onto the stage so that everyone could go up and get an applause or whatever and at the very end she just kind of called me over and she was like you <laughs> you've got it you need to come up here so I went on stage or whatever and a couple of the performers that night said to me you know like really you you've just got it like we're watching you walk around and okay. you just belong here like okay, yeah. so that was really cool and ever since then I've just been like completely open to anything burlesque wise that comes my way I suppose that's kind of cool yeah How, when was that that was about oh, I'd say three years ago. Okay. Yeah. And d- did you immediately, did that immediately s- kind of sow the seed in your mind to kind of go, wait a minute, this is something that could. Yeah, I like straight in. away, I just fell in love with it that night. Like, I mean, yeah. I had always kind of been interested in that whole look and that style. 
but having like having been at that night and yeah. seen those performers i was just like inspired and it's kind of cool isn't it yeah it was awesome that that whole night was just like just this little kind of birth into that world yeah, it's like a transformation or yeah, something, yeah yeah it was really cool and yeah ever since then i was just in love with it and it totally kick-started just a whole load of things really um so yeah like there was like more there was a few more shows in that bar and i ended up singing at some of them and stuff like that um which was really cool and from there i started doing pole and stuff as well like mm. it's all kind of the same community and stuff okay yeah so yeah it kind of got me into a whole load of things that i would never have been anywhere near otherwise so it was really cool that's kind of cool yeah um, so i suppose the, uh, initially the appeal i suppose was like um the style and the look of the whole thing mm. did the appeal change once you got into it you know did it did it morph into anything was it like did you just find that you were a performer as a set in a sense I honestly I don't really think I am a performer in a okay. lot of ways now in burlesque I mean I do enjoy it and stuff but um especially with singing like when I go on stage like oh my god I know, I, nerves. I, yeah I just never I don't think I'll ever really get over that like no matter how many times I do it you know it's so stressful so like the first burlesque performance you did that must have been very nerve-wracking was it it was but actually like I wouldn't be like the burlesque in itself say the stripping I mean doesn't it doesn't really bother me okay I mean the performing and the choreography is what I worry about the getting my tits out in front of people <laughs> not worried about that like I, it really doesn't really? I mean I'm so just you're, not you're an exhibitionist at <laughs> I, I don't know I mean so I suppose some people would label me that way I mean I wouldn't really label myself that way okay and but it's just um I don't know I suppose it's just being comfortable in my own skin and just kind of like I'm not I'm not the type of person who's going to be ashamed of any part of myself and I'm you know I'm fine with it. I mean like I, I don't really care like who thinks what about yeah. i mean when i take you know my clothes off on stage or whatever i'm not worried about who thinks my boobs are saggy yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know like it's just like yeah this is my body and i'm not worried about Jeez, that that's a really healthy attitude to your body isn't yeah it? and i mean it's not that i'm like perfectly happy with my body either i mean don't get me wrong like i like constantly a work in progress um and you know there's plenty of things that i probably would change if i had a choice but at the same time acceptance i'm totally accepting that they're not going to change and yeah. that's how it is it's got lumps and bumps and scars and you know that's all part of it no one's and I perfect think that's, yeah and it's mm. something that i love about burlesque because it's like real people you know the like it's not all these perfect models on stage it's real women with real bodies and they're still so sexy and so amazing to look at and you're still in awe of them and it's just yeah i think it's it's nice in contrast to all the stuff that you see on social media and stuff and all in the magazines and all this photoshopping and stuff and that only this is what looks perfect to people now. But when you're at a burlesque show, you realize that the real thing is still really it's, attractive, you know? Yeah, it's real. It's funny that you say that, um, you know, that the taking the cl your clothes off aspect of it doesn't scare you, but mm. yet the dancing and um, like the performance of it is, is the bit that scares you. Because yeah. I can imagine a lot of people would be like, would probably choose to dance in public exactly. and, and take their clothes yeah. off, you know. It's a good sign of your character. I and I think it's the thing that people are really like, oh my God, how can you do it? You know, because they just can't imagine themselves taking their clothes off like that. And that's just the part that bothers me least. Like, I'd be so much more stressed out if I had a pole performance with all my clothes on just because I'm worried about getting every little thing right, you know. With burlesque, it's so much more flexible where you can just kind of go with the flow and... Yeah. As long as you know the song, 
I suppose it's nice that it removes the taboo as well. You know, mm. there's no taboo in your head for taking your clothes off, I mm. suppose. Yeah. Um, so in terms of, so it seems like you didn't have any apprehension then about taking your clothes off, that it was just a case of. No, it wasn't a massive real issue for me. I mean, obviously, you're still going to get a little nervous and stuff when you do it the first time. But no, it's not something that I'd be like. I mean, the only thing is, I guess it's it's a pity that like so many people will still see it as stripping. And they'll still look at it negatively and stuff, you know, I mean, and that sucks. But at the same time, like it's like it's something that it does affect me and I do think about it, but it's not something that I want to allow to change the way I do things. OK, Um, you know, like regardless of what people think, I mean, I really enjoy doing this. I don't think it's degrading in any way, you know. And so why wouldn't I do it? Yeah, I was like, I, I was kind of thinking maybe you might be apprehensive in terms of what people would think, like maybe mm. particularly like your family, yeah, your friends, your boyfriend, your yeah. parents, you know. Yeah. Is it something you'd feel comfortable, um, say, inviting like someone like your boyfriend or close friends yeah. to a show? Oh, or, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, my friends. And because I, I have a really good circle of friends anyway, and they're super supportive. And mm. when they, they came to a show around Christmas time, it was their first time coming to see me. And they were just like, oh my god like this is so great and really yeah and like they were kind of going like don't want this to sound the wrong way but you were just born for this <laughs> and that was cool as well and they were also you know like they were so proud and like so delighted it was just really great to see them that way um and my boyfriend is super supportive and he'll just he goes with the flow as well. He's really cool like that. I suppose it ties into the fact that you're kind of trying to remove the, the negativity from it. Exactly. You know I mean? it's, yeah. just, it's not as, str- like you say, it's not like, it's not purely about getting your clothes no, off. No, you know? definitely not. And not saying that there's not a sexual element to it, but yeah. at the same time, like we're all sexual beings, I think, and it, there's no point pretending we're not, you know? It's probably the most base part of, our, of humanity. Exactly. Is like you know, and it's just like accepted <laughs> Sexuality, already. Yeah. You know? um yeah like with my family i mean they've never come to a show or i haven't i guess i haven't really invited them but no i wouldn't i wouldn't be trying to hide it you know um i try not to say put things on my facebook page that they might not want to see um which is why i have two separate pages i have my own private page as well but they know and they've never had a negative word to say about it okay you know so it's cool that way yeah, I suppose, yeah, it, it must be a tricky one to kind of navigate. Yeah, and I can see, like, them trying to be cool as well, you know, that kind of way. But I guess, like, it is just, I mean, it's not anyone's fault that it's just been so tabooed by society, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I guess it's kind of a natural reaction for people. It's funny, I mentioned uh, that I mentioned that I was interviewing you to a few people. And it was, uh, I mentioned it to, like, guys and girls and whatever mm. and the most enthusiasm seemed to come from women yeah you know? and i like guys didn't really have much to say i suppose but women seemed really enthusiastic and like the, so, like is there a lot of women going to the shows definitely really? and oftentimes it seems to be the women who are like so much more enthusiastic about the whole thing really. which again removes the fact that it's it's not just it's not a strip show it's, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's really that's actually a really cool element of it as well, because, yeah, women do seem to be maybe some of them are like um, apprehensive beforehand or, you know, maybe they feel a bit awkward about it or whatever. But I always think that, like, as soon as people come to one of those shows, especially women, they always seem to come away happy 
uncomfortable and they love it, you know. Is it empowering? Is it the fact that you were saying like, do you think it's because no, no, it's not perfection on display. Mm. It's like, it's like real women doing yeah, this. Yeah, I think that's such a big part of it. Well, for me anyway, it really is. And like, pe- like people have come up to me like after shows kind of being like, oh my God, that was like the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Or uh, women like, you know, mm. not guys like, and it's like, it's mad because like I'm, I wouldn't see myself as like the perfect body or you know I don't look like a model I don't look like the thing like or you know that traditional image of beauty What's that people society have in their heads. yeah exactly yeah, yeah and yeah I think that's why women are kind of even mm. just from watching it do kind of feel empowered by it you know it is cool yeah is there is there much of an audience in Cork for it's for small is it yeah now like I, yeah I don't want to be like talking negative and stuff but it is small and mm. it is hard to find any kind of work that's paid like you know um and i really enjoy doing it so i don't really like i'll sometimes do stuff for free or like ridiculously small pay (laughs) but you know that's fine because i have a job and i'm not i'm not stuck for cash you know so i'm okay i can get by either way and because i love doing it you know if i have the time and the energy to put into it then i will yeah and i'm willing to are you part of a club or is there a group affiliation here in Cork? Um, there is a Cork burlesque Facebook page. Mm. Um, but it, there's not really, I mean, it's not like there's no meetings or, you know, there's not a club as such. Yeah. There's um, not a team of, the, you're not affiliated no, with any, okay. It's a, it's a really small community, like, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard for people to connect as well because it's so small. Um, it's a lot bigger in Dublin. And even a lot of the times that there'd be shows, like, you know, the performers would come from, around actually i looked um it's funny because i was looking through twitter this morning and i saw on the the thinair.net i don't know they're a belfast based Mm. kind of entertainment site i think they have a cork affiliation but there was a a couple of girls interviewed called soup du jour and venus dupree (laughs) (laughs) of teaserama which then must be a burlesque performance show but they're performing at is it a cathedral quarter arts festival and uh, maybe I wouldn't have even taken any notice of it. It was just the fact that I was talking, going to be talking yeah. to you today. But then I was like, oh, shit, this, this is kind of, this is actually out there. It's going on. And, it, and the fact that it was kind of performing at an arts festival as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it kind of does remove that. Definitely. A, a, the taboo again, doesn't it? Yeah. That it's actually a performance piece. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, the woman who teaches me, well, who originally taught me pole. And who's kind of like my burlesque mama. She's from Cork. <laughs> burlesque mama. She nice. totally is. She's like, yeah. But um, yeah, she's from Cork and she still lives in Cork. But most of her performances are not in Cork. I mean, the vast majority of her performances are in Dublin and other places around the country. Is that her thing? Is that her job? It's her thing. Yeah, okay, she okay. teaches. Well, I mean, she performs burlesque. She teaches pole okay. and she performs pole as well. And yeah, she that's her full time living, like doing those things. Yeah. Um. But again, she has to travel so much for any of those shows that she does do. Um, but yeah, she's absolutely amazing. Her name is Foxy B. Cox on Facebook. You'll find her. Yeah, she's amazing. She was competing in uh, Miss Burlesque Ireland last year as well. I think she got quite far in that. I think she was in the top three or something. Was that another part of it that um, intimidated you did? Like the pole work and stuff? Like how did you kind of morph into it, you know, like... Did you start slowly and kind of kind of treat it as like a dance piece and then kind of slowly build up to the pole work? Because 
that must be quite physically demanding it's yeah it is super demanding and not in the way that people would think as well a lot of the time like people i guess people automatically assume the strength involved but a lot of the time like the moves aren't so much strength as they are just gripping with really uncomfortable parts of your body <laughs> and, <laughs> and getting bruises in ridiculous and places making it look sexy exactly yeah. and making it look effortless and it's like just looking like you're defying gravity casually you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah no i kind of started pole um not really as a part of the whole burlesque thing but more as i guess on the side of that mm. i guess it was cool because um susan foxy she was teaching me the pole but also she was totally anyone the person who i would go to if i had any burlesque questions or any kind of interests i mean any gigs that i've had well not all of them but any gigs mostly that i've had have come off the back of knowing her you know mm-hmm. um so it's yeah cool to have that connection isn't it oh definitely yeah and because she's the main one in cork as well you know you, like i guess i wouldn't really be anywhere without her yeah um but yeah she like i was learning the pole in classes with her um more as a workout than as a performance art so the performing kind of came into it a lot later when i was already kind of comfortable enough on stage and stuff okay um and did was this were you doing this before you kind of got into burlesque or was it after they kind of came in tandem i guess because i met her at that show that i first saw burlesque um and from meeting her i added her on facebook and i saw that she was teaching polls so i started with the poll and then um i think then i started singing at burlesque shows and then i was doing a little bit more singing here and there um and then i guess the two kind of happened at the same time but okay. separately okay um i didn't do a poll show until i had been training pole for i would say over here yeah, so I'd, I'd imagine it would take a while to get yeah. au fait with it, I suppose. Yeah, you know? exactly. Even if you're doing, I, st- I still wouldn't really do any advanced moves at a show. Just because they tend to look awkward unless you're really, really super comfortable in them, you know. Um, but pole is cool because you can make things that are actually quite simple look really cool as mm. well, you know. And they some of the stuff looks a lot harder than it actually is once you get used to it, you know. So it's cool that way. Mm. Did you? And Sorry, go on. It's kind of handy as goes, you know, having the burlesque on the side of that. They do kind of support each other because you can do some of the burlesque on the side of your pole or, you know, if you're getting tired, you can come down and do some floor work. And yeah, it's cool that way because I guess burlesque has that whole kind of style and attitude to it anyway. Variety is the yeah. spice of life. as <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, mix it up. Um, Did you have to invest in a pole? Yes. Yeah. But I was totally happy to do that. And I did that before. I would have even considered it an investment. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, I was on a scholarship while I was in college, um, and in my final year, I was really getting into pole, um, so my final scholarship came and came like the May of my final exams. Okay. And I spent it on a pole. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. How much does a pole be for it? Uh, the pole cost three hundred euro. Um, yeah no it was okay and the thing is they don't really devalue yeah you know i can still sell that like actually i did sell it and i got a different one so yeah and you it's know, funny as you get into things you kind of go oh you get one and then you're like wait a minute yeah it was a little bit better. too big for me oh really um, okay as goes thickness for your hand oh, okay. like the smaller ones are easier to grip so you you kind of get stuff done easier yeah. and at the start i got the bigger one because i was like well i'm gonna be training on it so 
I want to make it as hard as possible. But afterwards, I was like, actually, why would I make it? As hard I'm just going to make it easier. Because <laughs> <laughs> mostly, when you're performing, you're on quite a small pole anyway, so there was no point really in having. Okay, that you might as well be used to what you're going to exactly, be Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and easy works. I like easy. <laughs> you mentioned the scholarship there. Actually, I didn't know yeah. that. What was the scholarship for? Uh, it was for my leaving service. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. So I think I got um. Oh, something along the lines of like 7,000 euro a year really? while I was in college, yeah. Fuck, you would have been one of those people we would have looked up to in college because <laughs> I never had any money in college. <laughs> well, it was lucky because, I mean, um, I, I mean, I don't come from a well-off background. My parents wouldn't have been able to really pay for me to, well, definitely not to live outside of the home like while I was going through college and stuff. So that scholarship paid my rent and it paid for my books, which were fucking super expensive and I did have a grant as well, so I didn't really have to worry about fees um, as such. But that scholarship definitely pulled me through life nice. <laughs> while I was in college. Um, and it was weird to have to go out and earn a real living afterwards. <laughs> like, wait a minute, I was just <laughs> trying to try keep, keep using those leaving service results yeah, as long as possible. Exactly. Like, wait a minute, I got a scholarship for this. Please give me more money. Yeah. And um, what did you study? Applied psychology. So, yeah, it was cool. Um, and working in bars the whole way through the degree as well was kind of relevant, I guess, in a way. So you're just watching people the whole time and interacting. And How long did you work in bars? Um, four years, yeah. Good fun. It was, yeah. Um, you trained as a cocktail. Yeah, as a mixologist. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great for a while. I mean, I love, I love people and I love interacting with people and I... I love being in the pub, but actually a lot of the time I get really sick of it if I'm drinking a lot um, or really often. So it was cool. It was a cool way to get to socialize and stuff and get Plus to know people. if you hadn't been working in that pub, you mightn't have ever gotten into Exactly. Burlesque. And I got a whole huge network of people just from working in bars. I mean, that's just the way Cork is anyway. I guess yeah. everyone knows everyone, especially the bartenders. Um, but yeah, it was cool. And off the back of that first... Um, job where i had the where i saw the burlesque show like i kind of started learning cocktails there um and from there i ended up being the head mixologist in a couple of places so that was mm. cool um there's a few strings in your bow exactly <laughs> yeah and it's something that i think i could always go back to although like it wouldn't ever be something that i'd say is going to be a career for me in the long term yeah but it is the kind of stuff that it's almost like um a universal language you know Definitely. if you never really wanted to go work and yeah wherever somewhere abroad you know mm. getting jobs in America yeah um did the fact that uh, I was going to ask you where actually uh, I'll ask you where do you perform is are, are some places in in Cork more kind of burlesque friendly is there yeah, particular places that you perform in there are some places um I know actually the wine tavern down the road sometimes has burlesque shows on in it around the corner from yeah here. the mm. little place there yeah um I haven't performed there but okay. I know they do the odd time um yeah, 32 Marlborough Street used to be great for it, but I don't think they've had one in a long time. Um, the last place I performed was in the Porterhouse. And I think they're really looking to get into having it done more often. Okay. Um, yeah, they had a, it was like a prohibition night, which is like something that's getting hugely popular anyway. Seems like everyone's having prohibition nights and everyone wants that 1920s style, you know. Oh, that's okay. okay. Yeah. I was like, wonder, I was like, what the hell is prohibition night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, I miss, did, I miss, thing, prohibition. did I miss something in the news <laughs> as alcohol being banned <laughs> no yeah um, yeah just that whole 1920s style and like vintage cocktails and just people getting dressed up and stuff 
Yeah, a lot of the bars around have been having prohibition nights, but um, that one in the porterhouse that was on Stephen's night, and I think it was, they considered it to be pretty successful. So hopefully they're going to be looking into doing more of those and maybe making it a bit more of a regular thing because there's not really anywhere in Cork at the moment doing it regularly. Um, the Grain Lane did used to do it a good bit, and I I performed pole there last year, but I don't think they've done anything in a while now. So yeah, it's kind of hard to find places as well. Um, hopefully with the Porterhouse as well, I think they're hoping to have me as part of a package, mm-hmm. um, which will be cool. They like they'd have a lot of kind of uh, group packages just because Amartic is upstairs from them and stuff. You know, they'd often get a lot of kind of corporate gigs, okay, um, and staff parties and stuff like that. So I think they're looking into doing some kind of a cool vintage. Type party idea, package actually, with yeah. um, a little burlesque performance thrown in. So that, that'll be cool if it sure, works. Out. Be plenty of lads now coming up. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, I'll definitely. And girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely go to that staff party. <laughs> <laughs> did it help you the fact that you knew a lot of people in pubs? That or, or did, did people, if if you performed in a place that you you were familiar with, would people be kind of, I won't say shocked, but kind of. Oh yeah, I know that girl. She used to work yeah, in that. Bar, yeah, definitely. No, definitely no one was ever shocked. I think because. Especially while I was in bar work, I, it was absolutely fine to be totally open yeah, about all yeah, that stuff, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and that was something really cool about working in bars, actually, because you were kind of just able to promote yourself mm. to your customers and stuff, <laughs> which was cool. But um, yeah, no, it was. It's actually really nice, like performing in somewhere where you do know the staff, and because you mm. just you know that the support is there, and you it's can chill out. And if you need something, you know that they're cool, and you can ask them, and you know it's really nice that way. And you know that you can trust them as well, and nothing's gonna go wrong. You yeah, know? It's yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the uh, the beauty of living in such a small place. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's that constant support, like all around you. You know. Yeah. Do shows ever get creepy? You know, is there any kind of weird? <laughs> I've never really had like I've definitely had more creeps as a bartender than I have had as oh, any actually, kind yeah, of a yeah, performer. You know. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I wonder are people intimidated by the performer? Is is mm. is there like is there a lot of kind of group interaction or crowd interaction in the performance i think there's as much as you make okay you know um and i try to make Mm. as much as possible because i think people love it once they get into it Mm. um yeah but yeah no i think guys especially can be a bit intimidated yeah 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 it's kind of (laughs) cool yeah it is (laughs) i think yeah a lot of people say that i'm an intimidating person anyway okay yeah so i don't know maybe it's just me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, it's got nothing to do burlesque (laughs) it's that creepy stare in your eye (laughs) (laughs) um actually i might take a break here for a sec sure talk about the training aspect of it for a sec um were you into fitness prior to starting burlesque or was it a kind of a whole new direction for you did the burlesque breed kind of a a love to train it did a little bit not so much the burlesque as the pole actually um but no i wouldn't have been massively really into fitness at all i went to curves actually i used to go to curves (laughs) classy lady yeah (laughs) That was about the height of all I was doing, and um, the place where I was going actually closed down, and it was, was on in curves. Actually, I've always wondered. Um, <laughs> well, it's, actually, it's I haven't like, always wondered. But <laughs> 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 it's 
that doesn't keep me up at night. But it's just like uh, it's like machines, just like the same machines that you'd have in the gym, okay, really. Yeah. Um, but you just go around, and it's just like a circuit, and you just go around, do it like you do the circuit twice. And it it's like a half personal training. It's like yeah, you, know, you get personal training okay. then as well, and yeah, they'll give you like nutritional advice and stuff yeah. as well. Um, and say you can kind of be as into it as you want like mm. they'll give you as much training as you want or they'll leave you alone okay or they'll give you as much nutritional advice as you want or they'll leave you beg off and eat whatever you want okay or they'll weigh you as much as as often as you want to be mm. weighed and stuff like that and give you measurements and stuff like that so it was cool um and it's it was really a nice to way be. to get into it because it was a it's a really relaxed environment it was anyway in that gym um and they were kind of really nice and they showed me how to use stuff and i didn't really have a clue mm. you know at the time what i was doing so that was a nice way to get into it. And then kind of after I'd gone there, I guess I was going there for about a year and then it closed down. And then I was a little bit more comfortable kind of going into the gym mm. because gyms are so intimidating sometimes. And yeah. especially the Maradai <laughs> is just crazy. You know, you walk in there and you're like, oh, my God, everyone's a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> what yeah. the hell am I, I doing here? We've you know? all been there where you exactly. feel like a total two. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a fucking blob now. Right? <laughs> 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 like, am I even lifting this bar correctly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was cool. Like that was it was that was a little bit of a help and a little bit of a step into it. But um, yeah, it was when that closed down that I kind of started looking for something different, and that's when I started doing pole lessons because I just so happened to see that Foxy was teaching them, at, and it just kind of came at a good time, and I started going. Um, yeah, and that became my training for a long time. Um, for the best part of a year, I suppose I was just on the pole all the time. Um. And with the pole, I kind of tend to, I'll go at it really hard for a while and then I could take a break and the break could last months. Um, and I'll just go and do something else, you know, mm-hmm. during that break. Mm-hmm. Um, because pole is really, it tends to be really intense. And a lot of the time with me anyway, with my training, I tend to kind of reach a plateau Okay. and I'll just feel like I can't get any further. Mm. And I'm kind of going, why can't I get any further? Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, like when I take a break, then I, like I, kind of I took a good break last summer and kind of started going and lifting heavy weights and stuff um and yeah since then I've kind of been like in love with both things and it's kind of hard to balance them actually um but yeah I'll try to at the moment I'm not really doing much pole now I'm kind of in one of those little breaks um and I try weight to training go. is strangely addictive isn't it it is yeah. yeah I just started um I tried Olympic lifting last week actually. oh nice yeah it was lots of fun and I was the really clean and jerk actually. and yeah, clean and jerk and snatch. Snatch. So yeah, that was cool. But I'd be kind of like, like my deadlift is okay and my squats are fine as well. So I was kind of, I knew that I was kind of strong enough for mm. it. It was just more technique and stuff. And people have said to me that it's a lot of flexibility and I'm just super flexible anyway. Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was kind of a logical step to take. How did you get on with the clean and jerk and the snatch actually? It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they said I did quite well anyway. I'm okay. not really sure. But <laughs> no, it felt fine. And um, I was, yeah, I was dying sore the next day. Mm. I didn't think I'd be as sore as I was actually. But I guess every time you do something new, it's always the way. Where did you do it actually? Um, Actually up in Limerick. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, In a CrossFit gym, CrossFit oh, okay. PMI. It's a friend of a friend owns it and he it basically only opens it for classes. So we had the place to ourselves. Which was really nice. It was like a VIP gym. Nice. <laughs> so that was cool. But it's a really nice little setup up there. Did you were you just it. snatching and with the bar on its own? Um, or did you have a little uh, bit of when I was doing the snatch, I had the bar with kilos on it. Okay. Which is not that much. Technique is so key in that though. Yeah, and because yeah. it was my first time, I was just a little bit like really trying not to go too heavy on the weight and stuff. Mm. 
Um, Because you could fuck yourself up as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I tend to be, yeah, like I kind of have a dodgy knee and a dodgy shoulder and stuff. So I tend to be super careful. Pole injuries. (laughs) Yeah. Pole kills. But um, no, actually, I've never really gotten any serious injuries from pole, Mm -hmm. despite hanging upside down and. Yeah. you know occasionally falling on my neck and stuff but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never really come out of it with anything too terrible actually the worst thing you'll get is a toe cramp on the pole that's like <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't know anyone else who gets them but i get them like crazy and they're so fucking painful <laughs> so hard to get rid of oh my um, god there should be a warning on the pole <laughs> yeah. that's the main danger there <laughs> yeah. protect your toes yeah <laughs> But no, um, yeah, with the training, I try to get, like, I guess I get to the gym about four days a week and I try to kind of keep a good balance of cardio and weights. And then I go to yoga usually once a week as well on top of that. Um, I'm kind of always working on my flexibility anyway. I tend to get pretty weird looks in the gym actually because I'm the only person who really stretches in there. <laughs> I'll be there in the splits and the rest of them are just kind of going okay what? <laughs> Trying to look cool what's lifting going weights. on over there <laughs> that's not normal it's, it's, but, um, uh, it sounds like it, it has awakened a, a trainer in you you know definitely or, you yeah know? I'm, yeah I love it like I don't think um, I mean I wouldn't say that I'd ever be a bodybuilder or anything because I'm just not I don't have nearly enough willpower to eat really clean all the time mm. um, I love cake can wait too much (laughs) (laughs) which is really handy for burlesque because you don't need to be super skinny (laughs) and protein balls and protein balls you should mention that company just in case anyone's listening brownie company (laughs) go bean brownie (laughs) your number one fan is here (laughs) yeah exactly munching um yeah so yeah i mean it's cool um yeah and i love the weight training and i think it definitely worked for me more than just fucking running on a treadmill Um, it's good for your head as well I think it is yeah. yeah but pole is a really cool way of training as well actually and um, I think it definitely makes a difference to a lot of like a lot of women who do it training wise find that it works better than any gym yeah. you know so I suppose it works cool. every part of you it really does yeah mm. I definitely I find that it's more um, like upper body I mean it wouldn't really work my legs to their capacity because mm. I work my legs quite a lot in the gym but I suppose like I work my legs a lot in the gym because I know that you're not getting the work on the pole. So yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to balance it all out, I guess. But it's good uh, to have that in mind, though, you know, that you're mm. not, like, neglecting any part of you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. CrossFit, would you continue to do it? Or will you continue to do it? Um, I, uh, yeah, I wasn't really, I wouldn't really say that it was CrossFit that I was doing okay, last yeah, week yeah, either yeah, because yeah. we really were just kind of, not messing around, but I guess uh, I wasn't it really It was more pushing. Olympic lifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, with the CrossFit, I think I, I kind of have yet to really go there. Mm. And I'm not sure if I want to go there. It seems really <laughs> intense and I'm not really, I'm not really one to go for madly intense things all the time. Mm. I think I prefer to just kind of work away. Placid. Placid, yeah. yeah. And just not that I wouldn't push myself or whatever, but yeah, I'm kind of always a little bit wary of things that, you know, you kind of, especially when you're lifting really heavy weights and they're kind of going, oh, quicker, or yeah, more yeah. reps, at, you mm. know, it's. I suppose a lot of it comes down to like having a really, really good instructor. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. And that's hard to find as well, because I don't think um, it really takes that much to become a CrossFit instructor. I know a few people, actually, John, or a buddy of mine, you know, John, yeah. he joined or I think he goes to a CrossFit gym now in, on Douglas Street. Mm. They seem to be popping up everywhere. But mm, yeah, I've met a few people. Um, well, I met one guy who had to go to the States and this was a good few years ago to become 
like affiliated with CrossFit, you know, that oh, you kind of yeah. had to go through a particular type of course to call yeah. yourself a CrossFit gym, you know. But yeah. yeah, I suppose that that type of training, you can fuck yourself up. You exactly, know? You, yeah. You, I, and it's finding the right person. And, and I can see why it's all tutor based, you know, that you mm. can't really, I suppose, obviously you can do it at home if you become au fait with it. But yeah, you can really yeah, fuck yourself up. Yeah, even the equipment and stuff, though, to have that at your house would be fucking expensive to start with anyway i know but um <clears throat> yeah no i mean i think it definitely makes sense that they're not open all the time they only open four classes and stuff because yeah. god only knows what people will be doing to themselves <laughs> yeah. otherwise right um so well let's get back to the burlesting um yeah. could you see yourself moving into it as a career is there opportunities in that sense to be, for it to to be a career um or is there little offshoots i know you said you were doing a photo shoot or, mm-hmm. on, on monday is it yeah, yeah, I'm going to be doing one on Monday and I did one a couple of weeks back um, in BDSM Bar as well, which was really cool. Then again, that's more modelling, you know. Um, like the photo shoot that um, I'm doing on Monday wouldn't really be burlesque style as such. It is um, kind of partly, partly nude-ish. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, um, it's kind of more like a latex and stuff. Um, not that that's not in burlesque or whatever, but it's, I don't think burlesque is really what the photographer has in mind. Okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of an offshoot and definitely something that I wouldn't be doing if it wasn't for burlesque. Um, and the fact that I'm doing burlesque and stuff because I wouldn't know the people. Um, but yeah, as a career, like, I don't know. I guess if I was willing to put enough time and energy and all my willpower into it maybe i can make a living off it but at the moment i'm just not because i'm enjoying it you know and I, I i'm always kind of afraid of stuff like that where i love something and i'm afraid that if i put all my time and energy and willpower and effort into it that i'll end up not loving it anymore i'll just be exhausted from it um it's like musicians who struggle for years and years and years yeah exactly yeah and it would be such an uphill struggle because cork is such a small place Unless I wanted to move and do it somewhere else, you know, and I'm sure there probably would work be work to be found elsewhere. But in Cork, and I'd love to make it something in Cork, you know, but yeah, it, it is really difficult and it would take a lot of time and stuff. And I'm happy out to do it kind of as a part time thing. But yeah, I don't know if it's ever going to be viable as like a full time career for me um, as much as I would love. I suppose it's like the, lit- the little offshoots. I know you say you're um, that girl who trains you mm. in pole and stuff, you know, I suppose she's making a living through that. You yeah. know, it's not directly, I suppose, from burlesque related performances, yeah. you know, but, and I suppose maybe something like you're doing your photo shoots or modeling stuff. Um, would you be open to a lot more things like that? Now, would you be open to like doing photo shoots and like uh, opportunities as they come? Definitely. Taking yeah, them on yeah. board. Yeah. I pretty much just take everything as it comes and, a lot of the stuff that comes isn't paid, but if I have the time to do it, I'll do it kind of thing, you know, just because, you know, you're making contact and even just for promotional reasons as well, you know, like if, if I am ever to try and make money off it, then I guess that's the way to go. I have as much things under my belt as I possibly can, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. And I, I, yeah, I'm definitely open to all kinds of things, really. Um, I actually did. Did I tell you that I did an ad once? No. <laughs> I was wondering if I had mentioned that to you. Yeah, it was like way back after or I had done like <laughs> yeah, under the tree. <laughs> no, um, it was yeah way back after. I think I had like I had sang at a burlesque show like maybe for the first time, and 
someone mentioned to a producer that I was a burlesque performer. So this producer then rang me and said, like, oh, we need a burlesque performer. And I was kind of going, well, I'm not really i'm not gonna pretend to be qualified like you know for this job but uh, i said i was totally willing to do whatever so they actually were looking for like a burlesque dancer for a tv ad so i ended up doing that which was loads of fun as well but um what was the ad for it was for um a company that organizes stag nights for people and i think it was on I think it was on Statanta Sports and maybe on like 3E or something okay. like that. One, a couple of those uh, like Irish channels. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've seen, it's on YouTube somewhere, but I don't think I'd be able to readily find it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really short anyway. I'm only in a small little clip of it, but it's okay. cool the way like that work just kind of comes. Yeah. You know, and like I had I was barely even kind of into it at that point, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, things are just coming at you. And like, I, I always just say yes. Like Opportunity knocks, I suppose, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and cool. even like having done like that one photo shoot in BDSM a couple of weeks ago, you know, like the amount of photographers who get on to you mm. as soon as a shot goes up on Facebook or anything like that, you know, just the amount of like, it just kind of avalanches, it snowballs. Mm. And yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's, it's handy for sure. And, you know, mm. as much time as I have, I'll kind of devote it to. Is it important to... It, it must be important to you to know the people that you're going to go work with though as well yeah. you know the photographers yeah and stuff. oh definitely definitely yeah. with photographers and stuff yeah um just that comfort level and stuff yeah. exactly yeah. yeah especially when especially you know if you're working tfe or you know without getting paid and stuff okay. like you'd want to be really comfortable with what you're doing because you're not going to get anything really out of it at the end of the day other than maybe some shots if you're lucky and mm. hopefully they're good ones but yeah it's definitely important yeah i think definitely with the photography more than anything else it's definitely important to be how does that work actually you know say if a photographer takes a bunch of pictures of you and they pay you maybe for the day do they effectively own those photographs then can they do whatever they want with them i think they usually do yeah and like i've never really been through it with anyone because most of the work that i do is always quite casual and i always kind of half know the person anyway you know that kind of way but um yeah as far as i know they do own the shot um because they're the one who has taken them oh yeah you would want to be really careful then exactly yeah and yeah that's why like yeah you really have to trust the person and i guess not take photos that you're not comfortable taking you yeah, know? yeah yeah um, yeah because you yes yeah, so some guy might just use them to promote something yeah. that might have nothing to do with what exactly, you're doing exactly you know? yeah and even like for the sake of if they go in and make a load of money off it and you're after getting paid like 20 quid or something yeah. you know like yeah. that sucks too you know <laughs> yeah um that hasn't happened to me yet thank god when's your next performance um, there's any in mind i have actually got a show coming up but it's in Kerry. um at the end of may it's gonna be in the bank holiday weekend june bank holiday weekend on the sunday and it's gonna be with the art frames band um i don't know if you've heard of them they're really cool i've performed with them before um so i'm gonna be doing i think two burlesque performances that night and I'm not really sure about it. I'm pretty sketchy on the details of that whole show at the moment because I've been so busy that I haven't really had a chance to actually have a meeting with the people and figure out what all the details are. But um, yeah, hopefully it's going to be really cool. And I know that they're a really cool band and I, I love their music and stuff. So that should be lots of fun. Off to Kerry with you. Exactly. Yeah. And that'll be a fun little road trip anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where and carries it on actually? I don't even know. Really? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. You just show up the carry yeah, board. Yeah, watch this space on my Facebook page. You know, um, I don't actually, yeah, no, I literally don't have a clue. I just got asked to do it and I was like, yeah, I'm there. 
count me in but you know I'm doing exams for it, so uh, who, I'll think about it later. Who would ask you in that case? Is there, is it there was Susan, actually. Foxy Peacock, who asked me um, for this particular one. She works with that band a lot, and I worked with her with that band previously as well. Um, so, yeah, she's just she's a great contact. That sounds like a good contact. And other performances, you've, would you like to perform more? I would, as a whole yeah, and yeah. like not not even particularly in Cork but around Ireland yeah. and even further afield definitely yeah. yeah and I think um now that I'm not working in bars anymore it's a little bit easier to because of so many of those performances are at weekends and it's so hard to get that kind of time off when you're working in bars um so I think it's a little bit easier and a bit more viable for me now that I will be able to you know if I have to go away for a weekend to perform somewhere that I actually kind of can do it now yeah yeah which is cool you mentioned singing quite a bit, actually. There, you said you sang at a few burlesque shows. Mm. Did you sing in bands or anything, or was music no, ever I never a dream did. for you? And well, I suppose maybe, maybe it kind of was once when I was little, kind of thing. And I've kind of always loved to sing, but I've never really gone for it. You know, um, it's more of like a kind of a side thing for me because I wouldn't really consider myself really massively comfortable performing singing wise, actually. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and as much as I love it, like I, I'll, like I clam up if I sang in front of you right now, like you know. <laughs> well, actually, I want <laughs> I want you to sing a song <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like you know at a burlesque show I'll sing like Happy Birthday, kind of Marilyn Monroe style. You okay, know? Yeah. that's cool because it's casual and it's short and you don't really have to worry about it too much and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna sing. She moves through the fair like <laughs> fourteen <laughs> verses. You're like fuck. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Any advice to people? You know, girls who people who want to get into burlesque would you have any l- advice for them um well i know there's sometimes there's workshops and stuff on it's definitely hard to find anything that's kind of regular and constant in cork anyway Um, there's kind of facebook pages that you can look out for i mean if you're on the cork burlesque page that'll be helpful because if anyone who's kind of coming to teach workshops or anything like that would kind of be advertised there or um yeah i guess find the shows and go to them i think that's well, I guess I'm 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 gonna say that anyway because that's how I did it, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think um definitely that like it's such a it's a small community, it's like a niche market. And if you go to the shows you'll find those people and you'll kinda of just make those contacts just by being there. Mm. Um Do you know any people who've gotten into it after say since after you, since you, yeah. Not really. No. no. Um I know a lot of people who say they'd love to. But I guess just because it is a little bit difficult and stuff. I guess people say that about a lot of things anyway, but yeah, it's not in your face. You kind of have to go looking for it. So I guess, yeah, people kind of need the drive. Plus it's probably, it's it's probably really intimidating for some people. To That's kinda, true. To get yeah. into it and go. Yeah, I don't know if I ever would have gone for it if someone hadn't come to me and said, you'd be good at this. Get up here, girl. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it is, it is intimidating for sure. Yeah. It's nice for someone to recognize that in you as well, though, and kind of go. Oh, fuck, yeah, it was really cool yeah because yeah. everyone always tells me like oh you walk like you know you have such an attitude or you know and i do like but you know it doesn't fucking bother me <laughs> walk every down every street like i own it but whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh god i love it but, yeah um, it's nice for someone to kind of look at that and go oh that's nice instead of going look at you <laughs> <laughs> look at your one who the fuck does she exactly she yeah is? Yeah, at least I'm so like, used to that being like a negative thing that people say about me, and it was so nice for yeah someone to kind of say it positively, you know. Okay, cool. who yeah. who did say that to you? Was it just oh the the burlesque thing? Yeah, today? okay, yeah, cool. that's yeah. nice. Where can people contact you or find you and all that jazz? Um, well, Social my Facebook media. is the easiest 
thing really I guess um, so it's Scarlet Minx Cork it's facebook.com forward slash Scarlet Minx Cork all one word all one word yeah um, and that's where most of my details would be regarding gigs and photo shoots and stuff like that um, yeah I do have an Instagram as well I'm Hell's Shells on Instagram but, um, Hell's shells. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's more for yeah. That's more just like a collection of selfies, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not massively informative, to be honest. <laughs> she's, she's One on, for the creeps. <laughs> she's on the couch with her cat again. Oh, yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. I would go with Facebook. <laughs> Pictures of you eating protein balls. <laughs> like this isn't really that entertaining. <laughs> Where did you come up with the name? Actually, before I let you go, um, Scarlet, Scarlet Minx. Minx. Um, I don't I mean, see, I've always worn and loved to wear red lipstick. Uh, and it's something that people always say to me. They kind of always come at me and they're like, oh, you know, it's the first thing that anyone will kind of talk about when they're talking about my image. They'll always say, oh, your lipstick, your lipstick. Um, so the scarlet thing was kind of there the whole time. And yeah, the fact that I'm a bit of a minx, <laughs> that kind of comes naturally. <laughs> Put those together. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you got a beautiful I, name. Yeah, um, yeah, I did think of scarlet nymph as well at the start because I fucking love being in the woods and stuff but um no that name is already taken by someone up in dublin yeah so and yeah you do have to always be careful and i know there is some other scarlet minxes as well but not in ireland um yeah i mean to be honest any name that you're gonna come up with someone's yeah, already gonna so be called that really isn't it it's so hard to be original I think Definitely, nowadays. Yeah, yeah even for band names and anything you just there's always going to be another one There's i mean look at the size of the world like know, you know yeah. but uh, it's just a matter of how close they are and how well known they are i guess and how pissed off are they going to be that you took their name <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah especially if you become far more successful than they ever were <laughs> yeah. it seems to be like a thing where just being inventive with your name kind of it lends itself a lot to the to the performance you know like soup du jour and yeah. venus dupree <laughs> yeah some of the burlesque names are absolutely priceless like and i guess that comes out of a lot of the basic ones being taken as well you know that's where you get names like that I think um, we could wrap this up so people cool. can find you on Facebook. Uh-huh. You're on Instagram. Are you on I Twitter? Am. I'm not on Twitter. I think I, it's time I got on Twitter, though. Yeah, I actually, I, I was on Twitter for this and then I got onto Facebook and I was like, fucking, and the exposure on Facebook is, it's so much more, it's so much more yeah. vast that I'm like, I think if you are on Facebook, I think, I think that's the safe bet, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I don't know how many more. How much more interest Twitter would garner, but yeah, who knows? You know, maybe even like be. promotions wise for people anyway. I think Facebook is so easy that way. Mm. Actually, not so much for me. I did try to promote one of my posts, but they wouldn't let me because it was too provocative. Raunchy, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. Or oh, did you try so, and do yeah. that pay pay to promote thing? Is yeah, because it? it's yeah. only like I think you can start at something like four euro. Okay. Like you know, it's the cheapest advertising out there. You're not gonna yeah. get anything else at that fucking price, you know. Because the 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 Facebook, um, web is so vast. Exactly, you know? yeah. it's so huge, and you can just say these are the people I wanna, I want them to see my page, yeah. and they'll see it if you pay. Actually, we were talking <laughs> about that room one hundred and one thing. Actually, yeah. remember saying the text. I was thinking if I was to put something in room one hundred and one, maybe a few months ago it would have been Facebook because I wasn't on it. I know but that you're now on that it. I'm on it. I'm like. <laughs> It's actually, you know, the way you kind of have to stay. You choose your own reality and you choose how you look at things. Exactly. And you go, actually, you know, it was, it is what it is. You know, yeah. Facebook is what it is, and it's like however you perceive it. You know, that's the Definitely, way it is. You know? Yeah. Even the differences between different social medias. Mm. It's mad. Like even between Facebook and Instagram. Like I, I think people are like less inhibited on Instagram, where okay. they'll kind of go like, there's 
it's it's way more of a kind of a almost like a narcissistic thing yeah you know? yeah well it's it's much more visual as well you definitely know? yeah it's it's selfie like, yeah central, it's is it? selfie central but like at the same time it's like yeah it's kind of nice that like someone's able to go hey yeah look this is my body and i'm proud of it or you know i fucking did well in the gym today or something and <laughs> check on my abs and have a look at this like you know but it's kind of i think it's such an irish thing to kind of shame people for that as well it's like if you're not hating on yourself we're all gonna do it for you you know yeah, yeah, um yeah. instagram's not so much like that <laughs> <laughs> it's more like everyone everyone <laughs> what would you put in room 101 um I, when i was thinking about this earlier the first thing that came to mind <laughs> was lids on takeaway cups that don't work properly oh god they're so annoying when they? they drip Oh, oh yeah. my god and like i'm constantly walking around with a takeaway <laughs> cup and it just kills me because it doesn't happen so much when you have a coffee but i drink so much tea and it happens way easier with tea where it just drips out of the edge <laughs> <laughs> it just ruins well i can't wear white i can't take that risk on my daily life <laughs> if you ever get married you can never drink tea exactly <laughs> you're in your dress you're like Fuck. exactly i'll have to go my whole wedding day without tea. i'm a i'm a dribbly fucker anyway <laughs> and thankfully i have a beer now that it just so catches everything but, yeah yeah T- there's a few places <laughs> i actually remember one place in particular that opened and i remember thinking that their fucking cups and lids were shit just don't like, make sense to me i was like yeah. okay i can't come back here exactly you just have to give up then so i'm with you on that one yeah. and anything else that you'd like to well i i this is we all have to have a good terrible. moan so. exactly yeah. yeah i think this one sounds really bad but i would put Imelda May in that room Ooh. and it's nothing personal like I actually kind of like her music I mm. wouldn't be a massive fan but I don't dislike her by any means but I am sick to death of people coming up to me okay. and telling me oh, you look like Imelda May <laughs> I'm like fuck <laughs> like I'm sorry but just because she's the only person you've seen with a pin roll in her hair doesn't mean I look like her <laughs> and I'm like go oh. like you know just because uh, she takes her style inspiration from maybe some of the same people that I take my yeah, style inspiration yeah, yeah, from. Yeah. It's Doesn't very obvious like as her. well. It is, yeah. Mm. She's she is super into that kind of whole style, but I'm just kind of like, you know, you know what? I'm not trying to look like her, and I don't particularly take it as a compliment. So <laughs> yeah. you know, I've heard this before. Just fuck off. Exactly. Yeah, it's a classic pin-up style. It's not Imelda May's style, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. As a musician, though, she's cool. Mm. <laughs> Any more tattoos planned? Um, I've got these three now and I'm hoping to finish up my arm eventually, but actually I'm kind of undecided as to what I want to put on the arm. I know I want to finish it. Um, but yeah, no, because this piece on my lower arm is kind of a piece in itself. I don't think it needs adding to. So I'm kind of trying to think up something else that's going to go up, up on the upper half. Yeah. Okay. Does, but it, I would love to does it suit the image? Do you think, or is it, do you just yeah, I think like it does, tattoos? Actually, I think there's, um, yeah, I kind of ties into the whole thing because anyone or at least a lot of the people who kind of go for that pin-up style now tend to be a little bit tattooed and pierced and alternative looking as well you know and those things those two kind of styles i think have definitely come together in the last few years in that people there's a lot of kind of pin-up models and stuff as well and tattooed models who who use pin-up styles so yeah it's cool i think it i think they definitely work together and something you could get into as well you know yeah that'd be open a whole other world exactly tattoo, yeah tattoo glamour yeah tattoo pinup glanner it's uh, all yeah. go for miss scarlet minx mm-hmm. michelle it's been a pleasure to have you over yeah best of luck with everything me. in the future and sure hopefully we'll talk to you soon cheers bye bye